Hi everyone, welcome back to Idol Talk, where we explore South Korean pop culture one obsession at a time. My name is Nathan, and I'm your host. Hey everyone, I'm Ashley, the editor for Idol Talk, and starting on May 26th, all I'm going to eat for lunch and dinner is the 10-piece chicken nugget meal, the medium fries, and the Coke, because BTS is having a collaboration with McDonald's. I didn't see if they were going to have photo cards with the meals. If they're not, then I don't know if I'm going to participate. Maybe I'll just participate once. But if there are photo cards, I'm going to order until I get Jungkook and then just be done with that. People went hard for the Pokemon cards, so I can't imagine what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. I saw online that even the staff are going to wear like BTS McDonald's shirts during the promotion time. Cloud chasing. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I wonder how much McDonald's like actually had to pay to get the copyright for this. Uh, knowing how money hungry Big Hit is, Oof. probably a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. Billion. Too much. Uh, okay. Anyways, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how to. I don't know how to approximate. That's so it, interesting. Is this their way of trying to get into the American market? That's really embarrassing. <laughs> like <laughs> McDonaldization, like this old theory from like socio. Yes. Like, ugh. okay. Anyways. Oh, God. Hi okay. everyone. <laughs> I'm Casey, resident thirst queen, and starting on May 31st, I will be um, in. I would be beginning my enlistment into my mandatory 18-month mourning because <laughs> I'm losing the love of my life to the Korean military, and that's okay. I'll, I'll be okay. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Oof. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get we'll there. We'll process right. it together. All right. We got Gabe back. Gabe, did you want to introduce yourself? Sure. So, hello, everyone. I'm back for another episode, and let me just say that... This really is the summer of girl groups, and I cannot wait for the Brave Girls comeback in June. <laughs> <laughs> they, it's gonna hit hard. I already know they're gonna be everywhere. Yes, good for them. I'm excited. Um, all right, thank you all for those introductions. Welcome. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Idle Talk Pod. Don't forget to also rate, review, and subscribe to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, and now Pandora. Don't forget to also send us any feedback that you have through email at idletalkpod at gmail.com. We also have our content directory, idletalkpod.uwu.ai, where you can see previous episodes categorized and more information about the hosts. And it could be found in the description of our episodes here today. All right, so we're back with another episode. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to cover different topics today, including very shocking news of G-Friend, who is apparently no longer going to be active. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll also talk about NCT Dream's first full-length album, Hot Sauce. And then we'll dedicate some time for Casey's morning at the end <laughs> and discuss Taven's uh, new comeback. We got a lot to talk about, so let's just jump right in. All right, G-Friend, they kind of shocked the K-pop world this week. Shocked. Shocked. As one of the kind of the biggest girl groups right now, six years in, it seems like they're calling it quits. I think a couple days ago... Okay, so what happened a couple days ago was... Source Music released 
a statement all of a sudden saying that GFRIEND didn't re-sign their contracts. And it sounded like it was a it was a breakup. Mm-hmm. It's like the contract didn't work. GFRIEND is going to be uh, departing us. We wish them kind of well. And then two days later, or however many days later, um, over the Knets, and the Knets found out that Source Music actually trademarked GFRIEND's name. And that definitely didn't mean anything good for the group itself, because if they wanted to promote in the future, they wouldn't be able to use the name. Mm-hmm. Right, because they're mm-hmm. no longer under Source's company. Right. So people are like, wait, what the heck? This wasn't just a breakup. This was like a bad breakup. Because like, think about like GOT7, right? Like they are done from JYP, but it's not like JYP was like, I'm going to copyright your name so that you can't use mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Right, so people were like, oh shoot, this ended really poorly. Um, so it got kind of like a discussion online as to like, why did they decide to leave? What happened? I think there was a couple of theories that were floating around. The first thing that came into my mind was sources interesting position within the big hit company. So a lot of people were talking about how they might have not signed back because big hit um, they didn't like the direction that Big Hit was moving them into, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a more a style that they didn't necessarily gain popularity for, um, and a style that they were kind of pushing on them. So that was like kind of one theory. Like what? Like another? Mago? Is that not their? Yeah. Is that not normally like, their vibe? Or like no a- Apple? Yeah, Apple was like, a. That's not Apple was a departure. That's not their oh, vibe. Okay. What about Fever? Yeah, so like. Fever was under Source. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I liked all their new So releases. Fever... <laughs> I know, I did well, too, so it's kind of sad. Well, I, I liked a lot of their new releases too, but that's not what they're known for. Okay. They're known that's for their... They're known for their... I don't know, Gabe, how would you describe what they're known for? Um, how to, like, anime girl? I mean, not anime girl, but like kind of like the ne- girl next door, like mellow girl next door for sure, like melodramatic, kind of like Korean schoolgirl type thing. And now they're like, mm. now they're like young women, but I, it was very Korean like focused. Like their content and their music was very much oh, like Korean focused. Yeah. Whereas I feel okay. like these last mm-hmm. few releases. Big Hit has kind of tried to market them more towards a global audience. And they haven't mm-hmm. been doing as well as before. So. Right. They yeah. haven't been doing well so, overall or just in Korea? Overall. Those, those, really? Because yeah. Mago uh, and like, like Apple were good. Yeah, but like, the, like their streaming and their YouTube... Oh, okay. haven't been as good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because Fever, like, yeah, so, if you remember when Fever came out, it was, like, really popular in Korea. Mm-hmm. And people were doing dance covers left and right. And now people yeah. don't really do it anymore. So. Fever's one of my favorite releases. Yeah. Um, so there were theories about that. And that's what I kind of stuck to. And I wrote in the group chat, like, 
what's going on. And Casey was talking about how she might have thought that, well, maybe it's because they're going to be totally have an opportunity to be like sucked into the, the, the actual big hit hive, right? Casey, is that what you were saying? I think that was uh, Chris. Oh, okay. Okay. So I, I assume that that was in the realm of possibilities. Um, we still don't really know what's going to happen to Wait, them, so but anyways. The theory was that what? they were leaving okay, Source, but then going to the, like, actual big hit people. Like, the main label. Yeah. Right. Okay. That was Chris's The theory. main label, yeah. But it doesn't seem is, likely, because Source is basically big hit. Yeah. That's why I attribute all of their company problems, it's a big hit issue. Yeah. Because if you swallowed their company, it's no longer Source's issue, right? Right. But then I was doing a little bit of more searching. And of course, when announcements happen, they dig more into like, okay, was Source treating them correctly? And of course, there's not footage, but there's reels of them kind of G-Friend members talking about their difficulties with Source. Not like they don't actually name Source, but they talk about how like they were basically worked to almost the bone when they were a smaller, when they were training and all of that. Um, there's this newer, like not idol talk show, but there's this comedian that brings on um, idol groups during their promotions. Oh, she's the one that hosted dreams comeback show. She's the one in the oh, red hair. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's like new in, from what I know, she's kind of newer into the okay. scene. Anyway, so G-Friend went onto her show and Yuju, one of the members, uh, talked about how um, this was kind of one bigger example of Source's quote-unquote bad treatment of her was she was so tired that one time she wanted a break so badly that she asked her dentist to basically take out her wisdom teeth so that she could have <gasps> a break. This right? was when she was a trainee so, or when, like, during her time promoting? This was, I believe this was her time before they came in. So mm. in the really early goings, right? So I was like, okay, so maybe it's, there's like one theory about like big hits, it's big hits fault. There's another theory about how, well, Source has just kind of like worked them to the bone, like, for a really long time and maybe they just want something different mm. and then the third theory is is kind of like they just wanted a clean stop and yeah maybe it's attributed to the companies but also they just wanted to kind of do new things who right so who are the other artists at source is g friend like their cash cow yeah it's like just them right gabe yep mm. i know they have a few others but Nobody that I care to it's, look at, yeah. Right. It's it's just G-Friend, I think. So, I don't know what's happening. I still, from my perspective, if Big Hit, like, really cared about these girls, like... They would fight for them. They need to help out at this point. Yeah, they need to help out at this point. Because yeah. they're the ones in all the power. They don't give a fuck about them. It's Big Hit doesn't give a fuck about yeah. anybody. It's because Big Hit is... So remember Big Hit's plan? They, like, released a plan about their schedule of new groups coming out in the coming, like, few years. They were supposed to have, like, mm -hmm. a new girl group. I think it was this year or next year, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I think... I think it was 2022. Yeah, they were already planning on G-Friend, like, not going for much longer, which is what I gather. Yeah. And so, for, I mean, from my perspective... 
Dang, I feel like it all didn't go so well when they signed on to the bigger company. Because, like you were saying, they were the cash cow of Source, right? Mm -hmm. When you go from a company's best to a company's not not the company's highlight, right? Not the company's... Priority. The company didn't start with them. Yeah, Big Hit didn't start with them. Big Hit doesn't market to Korea. They market to a global audience, which is not G-Friend's thing. They don't really specialize in girl groups either. They're more like a boy group. Well, actually, according to DKDKTV, Big Hit is now a sausage fest because they literally have no... <laughs> um, <laughs> they have no girl groups now. Oh. They have no girl artists. And all they have are men. So take it or leave it there. But it did seem like if I'm putting my I think this is Big Hit's fault hat aside. <laughs> when I read the letters, when I skimmed through the letters from the G Friend members saying, like, this is real. Um, we are leaving source and we're not. It, it doesn't seem like they have any plans to kind of reboot um, it seems like they do want a full stop. So I think that it could be a mixture of all three of these kind of explanations. Mm-hmm. I just kind of find it. And we'll never know what idols go through, right? We can watch all these mm-hmm. documentaries and like read about these things, but we'll never actually know what they're going through. Right. So maybe they're just tired and they want to do something new. That's I felt a sense of exhaustion in when I was reading the goodbye letters. Mm, so that's I think really it could sad be much- yeah i mean so. honestly if their members are so desperate for a break that they beg for their wisdom teeth to be removed then maybe there is a lot more to be said like, yeah yeah with source in particular but again is this like a developing story or is this just done is this all the information that we get this is all the information that we have as of right now okay like, there was some digging into sources, accusations. There's so many theories about um, them not liking the direction about Big Hit. And then there's a sense that they do want to stop. So I figured that it's a com- kind of a combination of those three. People were really hoping when this news kind of came out that they would do a similar thing that, you know, GOT7 is planning to do. Girls' Generation said that they were going to do this believe the only group that actually did do this is Highlight, who just finished up their promotions for like their 10th year anniversary. So a little bit of background on them is they used to be under Cube Entertainment. But th- but once the contract issues, um, the renewal issue came up, they didn't resign, bad breakup with Cube. Cube was like, we're copywriting your name, you can't use it. So that's why they're no longer Beast and they're Highlight. Right? So... Mm-hmm. They are really hoping that G-Friend would do the same thing. So I guess I don't know what they're going to do. What but can they do? The f- what do those girls do aside from sing with G-Friend? Do they act? Are they like personalities? Not really. Or, or do you think they'll go to a different company? Like uh like Well, that, that's what people were Well, or they can they can it's really hard and I uh, to restart but that's what people were hoping that they would do is to go to another place and just restart as a new group um, and at this point maybe they do want to start doing new things that seems likely um, because if they're all going to go it doesn't seem like they're all going to go their own different direction 
Because, I don't think they can. Yeah, they they can't. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see the stories developing pretty fast in the in K-pop news it goes pretty fast, especially with news like this. Also, fans were kind of like really taken aback because they still had schedules past the 22nd. So, people are like, "Wait, they were doing <laughs> V lives and stuff the day before. Everything was fine and dandy, and then two days before, like two days before our recording, like, okay, they're done." And the fans were like, "Wait, what?" Because they still have yeah. schedules like after, and it there was no hint of it like before. Yeah, this seems really sudden. It went from um, me sending you guys the Instagram post, like, "What the fuck? They're leaving Source. Oh, they're probably going after more money elsewhere, more success elsewhere." To holy fuck, they're disbanding, and it's yeah. over like tomorrow. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I feel like usually a wild ride. Usually when it's a really sudden or kind of premature thing with like disbandment or people getting kicked out, I feel like more often than not it's because things didn't go right because these companies they plan like with these groups mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much. Like there's no way that they planned for this to be the end date, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was like you said, Gabe, like, where's the goodbye song? I know, there's always yes. a goodbye song. It's like... <laughs> yeah, right. So the, it signals that it wasn't a clean breakup. That's what I think. Yeah. Oh, no. I still place blame on Big Hit, primarily. Because if you think about it... Me too. Like, if Source was on its own without Big Hit, they would value the group so much more because it's their only group that's, like, holding them together. Yeah. But, yeah, it's sad. Save them. If it actually means something to you, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't. Unless they don't want to be saved, that's a different story. Maybe they don't want to be saved. No, that's what I was saying. Maybe they just want new things. If they were the cash cow, then maybe they were being worked too hard. And to see, like... uh, rankings decrease from the newest releases maybe it wasn't it wasn't doing so give us the truth well i i want i will will never know this i would hope that even if they didn't if if they didn't want to renew and it was on their own terms that big hit was like we want to make this work Mm -hmm. i want to at least know that they actually tried i have very little faith of that though as we already talked about, we don't have to re-go over it, but yeah. Any, I, I'm sure that we'll get more information and we'll talk a little bit more about it. This is probably going to be one of the biggest disbandments of the year, if not. Well, there's been some, but usually they're a little smaller groups, a little less known. Who else disbanded this but year? But this one took, there's a lot of smaller groups that like gave it up. Mm. New goose, but, if you will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but see that's the thing that's so hard for me to wrestle with the idea of yeah like and here's why why i also will say that we will never know what they're going through but like they literally were like nothing small company made it to big and like i mean six years is a long time but it's also like you you can ride a little bit longer mm-hmm. yeah right yeah so and it's not like they're. I mean, Mago was a big hit. Like you, it wasn't like no it wasn't like either. a. It, was, it didn't like totally flop. No, it was a. Everyone liked Mago. Yeah, it was good, right? Like, 
So, I mean, I guess it's different if they actually ended on like a release that wasn't very popular. And it's like, okay, maybe we're calling it quits because of that. Well, but like, even so, some kind of high. if you're, but like, there's these groups, like the B2B members, how long have they been around? They've been around forever and they just keep going. Uh-huh. It's yeah. like, and they're on a survival show like that. Like they're the oldest guy's like 32 or something. And he's on a survival show. Like if you're successful enough, like you keep doing, you just keep going. I think that's yeah. my, that's my yeah. feeling. Give G friend their ten piece McNugget meal because they need. Justice. I know. Where's the G friend McDonald's promo? Excuse me. I will. Yes. I will buy like hundred <laughs> of them just to support them. Same. All right. Same, but- and I don't even like McDonald's, <laughs> which is why I will not be participating in the BTS collab because I cannot eat that <laughs> for real. I'm glad you're sticking to your. Yeah, morals. it just. It, no, it's not like. It's just like a, I don't know, for some reason, every time I eat McDonald's, I just feel sick after. So it's just not worth it. I love BTS, even though I'm a big hit anti, but I just do not love BTS enough to mess with my microbiome. Mm-hmm. Please, yes. I feel that. Think about mm-hmm. your but health. Thank you. I'm, Sorry, Namju. Right. I love them chicken nuggets. Also, All right. the, hold on. Last thing I'll say about this McDonald's thing, there's two new sauces that are going to be released with the BTS promo, and they're going to be, like, South Korean inspired. So I don't know what that means, like, gojujang sauce? Probably. Yeah. The kimchi? Okay. And then, like, maybe, like, a bean paste one? That might... Oh, Oh, that would be great. That would be... I feel like that would make Americans feel weird. It's probably sauces they already have in South Korea that they're just bringing over to the U.S. True. They're making them a little mild and then... I'm going to look it up. them in a cute container. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and transition to our second topic of the day, which is a much more happy story, I would say. (laughs) Youthful, happy vibe. Um, But yeah, let us know if you have any comments uh, to our listeners about G-Friend and... um, if you have any theories about what's happening, if we missed anything, let us know. Yeah, tell us the tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm sure more tea will be announced. Or if you know insiders, then, interested. yeah. Yes. yes. Oh my yes. goodness. Especially if you have insiders. <laughs> All right. Okay. NCT Dream, Chill Dream, the first album, Hot Sauce. Ashley's going to go ahead and give us an overview of some of the album details. And then we'll go ahead and dive into a little bit of a review. Great. So our sweet children, the children of NCT Dream, released their full, their first full-length album on May 10th, titled Mat, aka Hot Sauce, and it features <laughs> 10 new songs in a variety of genres. There's also, um, I think they're unit songs. There's like a vocal unit song and a, yes. and a rap unit song. Their title track is Hot Sauce, which is sung in three languages, English, Korean, and Spanish. And the B-side they're promoting with is Dive Into You. The Korean, I think, is pronounced Kore. I don't know. Kore means whale. It means whale, and the song is Dive Into You? Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, because Jisung talks about a whale in his lyrics. I did not look up the lyrics of Devin 2. I only looked up the lyrics of... He says it in English. Oh, he says whale. Okay. In- <laughs> 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 and 
Anyways. Okay, okay, okay. Anyway, so a little bit about the album release. So prior to the album releasing on May 10th, um, it pre-ordered, the album pre-orders totaled 1.7 million and it became oh, SM's most pre-ordered album of all time. Is that physical sales? Yeah. Physical. Physical wow, sales. Wow, wow, wow. Sales. A 243% growth compared to Raiden, their previous album. Wow. Yeah. And you thought Raiden was their peak because that was their last. I th- Yeah, because I thought they were all going to graduate. I have a comment on that at the end. And then after their release, um, Hot Sauce became Spotify's most streamed debut for a Korean artist in 2021 with approximately mm. 1.4 million streams in the first 24 hours. That record, though, will soon be broken by BTS, who is going to release tomorrow on the 21st. But it's good for we them. Don't need, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Gabe. Sorry. I just wanted to put that out there. It's probably You're not wrong, but, you know. Stream butter. Yeah. And then... Let's give Dream their two weeks of glory here. All right. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. It's a very big triumph <laughs> It for is. No, it really is. Okay, okay, okay. They are SM's cash cow. They are equivalent to G-Friend and Source. That's uh, not true. Until That's NCT true. Hollywood comes in the picture. No, okay, we gotta do another pod about that. We're not talking no, about that No, let's talk right about now. it after. Okay, after. I'm, no, really no, okay, no. Okay, okay, fine. Another episode. That's a 30-minute conversation to be had. If you want the NCT Hollywood episode, please DM us your <laughs> yeah, demands. Because we'll demand do it. it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Okay. So the last okay, go ahead, Ashley. other stats include um, 34.2 million music video streams on YouTube, making it SM's most watched music video in 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Um, since, since its release, they've won two music shows. One on M Countdown and one on Music Bank. Nathan, do you know so the charting information for release? Sure. Um, they're expected to win the rest of the music shows this week and even some next week, as to what I've been seeing on Twitter. Yeah. But that still has to be seen. Wait, how Actually, is that possible? If BTS is releasing tomorrow, is it because of the two? Because week it's always counting? it's a one week lag. Oh right, yeah. right. Oh perfect. Yeah. Perfect. And BTS doesn't have an album, so. Yeah. It's just a it's just a digital. Wasn't Dynamite so a digital some, and it was like it took yeah. over the charts for six months? Yeah. Well, that's an attest to if the artists that they're up against can't sell enough albums to get the points, then digitals can win you over. Mm. But since Dream are over a million, then one point seven million. We can go into that. Um also someone a staff member tested positive on Music Bank and they're canceling it this week. So yikes. Oh, so they no. should just okay. give the NCT the win. Yeah, they, <laughs> they were like it was like a ninety nine percent probability that they were gonna win. Nice. Anyways. They're dominating. Love this. Um well Gabe, did you wanna did you wanna go over the charting? You know it too. Sure. I mean I've been incessantly checking iChart, which is basically like the real-time chart information that's on Twitter. And it's... It's really good. Yes, it is. Whoever manages that account is is a monster. You're great. They give you the ranking, yeah. and they give you, like, the, um... Like, the... His- like, they give you a line graph of, like, the past, like, two days of, like, where the different Amazing. songs are in the top it's, seven. It's really good data. Yeah. It's really good data. 
Um, and we Hot Sauce got here. up to like, I think number, did they get to number one on the real time? I don't, they got onto number one in some real times. Yeah, I think they got to number one in like but overall and like yeah. a few of the other ones. But overall, I think they got to maybe four, yeah. number four or five. But basically, they did wow. a lot better than Raiden. Like, way, way better. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I attribute Definitely. their success partially to the reunion of OT7 and also to Mark. What? Are, are those they're, two reasons different? They're not different, but I just want to point out Mark. I think yes, Mark. I think there's no ifs, ands, or buts about saying that. I don't think that's the only reason why. Yeah, yeah. but I think it's but one. That is definitely one of them. Um, so let's talk about the the title track. Um, as Gabe said, it did do better. It, it was It's probably one of their most popular title tracks to date. Um... I watched this video. Ugh, I I hate watching these promo videos, but for NCT Dream, I watched it. Is one of them from Access Hollywood? Barb. Uh, <laughs> I know. 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 I don't like I'm watching scared. them, but I watched it anyways. Anyways, the members just basically said what their favorite tracks were on the album, which was like, okay, I need to know this information. Um, right. And I don't know why Access Hollywood got copyrights to that information. They could have said it on other platforms but we'll start with the title track which Jamin said was his favorite title uh favorite track on the album so i think i have a sense of what people thought about the title track in this room but we can go ahead and just reiterate it to the fans or to the listeners we don't have fans <laughs> i'll go first because mine <laughs> i'll go first we don't have fans i think the song is okay. a fucking bop it's amazing. Every song on the album is amazing. NTT can shit gold. <laughs> okay. I am in agreement with Ashley. <laughs> it's a fucking bop. I love the song. Whoa. 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 No, that just kind of <laughs> that caught me off guard. Okay. Wait, why? I was, okay. So I when I first heard the trailer, I was like, oh, no, this is a lot of yelling. But I feel like it just kind of grabs your attention. And then when you hit the chorus, when it goes back into kind of like the Latin melody, that's what that's what makes the song. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was a little bit different in this in this sense where I was more drawn to the verses than the chorus. And okay. usually you're supposed to be drawn to the chorus more. I'm right. drawn to the chorus. I think the I think the choreo that they have is really cute and uh, easy. I love that how easy it is. Mark even oh, like said that the choreography is so easy that it felt weird doing it because normally their choreography is so intense. So they felt a little bit restrained. Wow, I believe yeah. it. They're all good dancers. Yeah. Yes. Well, when Jisung does his little dance break during the chorus, it goes pretty hard. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Casey and Gabe. Well, I just very, it's just a, a a trend, it seems with me, that I don't favor title tracks mm-hmm. Yes, when it comes to NCT. It's just, 
And and also, the way I've been consuming K-pop has changed significantly in the past few months. So I haven't had in as much time to sit with hot sauce mm-hmm, as I mm-hmm, normally mm-hmm. would be giving um, such a release. And then, you know, obviously, we'll get into it later, but Taemin had a comeback. So I just have been in a dark, dark hole. And... Um, <laughs> So I think maybe it's one of those things where with time, I can grow to love it. But right now, for me, it's just kind of noise. Though I do love the visuals of the music video, and I love the stage performances. The song itself is not going to be something I will consume without visuals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love the... I really like the outfits that they have, too. It's kind of like outdoor music. Um, It's like Tex-Mex, kind of. Yeah. (laughs) Desert vibes. Tex-Mex. <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Casey? It's like kind of desert vibes. Yeah, desert, like music, yeah. like music outlet, like outlet outside music shows that outside, happen in the yeah, dust. Yeah, 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 like Coachella. Yeah, or yeah. but like or not really. There's like something to it that's like not. It's the, like it's the Tex-Mex. Jen wears these like pants. That have they're like suede brown pants in the music video, and they have like a split at the bottom, and then like they do like a little strings up the hem mm-hmm. of the leg and up. Love them. I need to find <laughs> the equivalent for myself because I just their outfits in this music video are all amazing. The visuals are yes. amazing. It's just the song itself that I can't seem to groove with. It'd be like that. That's fair. Okay, Gabe. So disclaimer at first i really did not enjoy the chorus in hot sauce because it was very screamy but i've come to tolerate it um but i think where they did what they did really well this time is they kept the like they kept the pre-chorus and the verses a lot simpler right and usually with sm releases they kind of like make the entire thing weird yeah like Mm -hmm. the espa release the whole thing is just fucking weird. And Oh, I have a comment on that, but I'll go just off. Yeah. I think they did you ever listen to um Super M's like one and monster song? You know how it sounds like a mashup of two songs? Yeah. It is. It is. People <laughs> Yeah, it is. And that's what people are speculating about the Espa release. That it's when a mashup of four songs. Out, that when the album comes out, it's going to be like <laughs> One huh. song, then the title <laughs> song in the middle, which is like the bridge, and then the other song. Okay, that's interesting. You get it? Mm. But then, like, so is there going to wow. be a song called Next and a different song called Level? I don't know. Okay. Anyway. And, and, okay. We are here to give NCT Sorry. Dream their moment in the sun, okay? Anywho. Yeah, I think. Uh-huh. Go yeah. Ahead, um, but yeah, as over time, definitely the song grew on me. I still listen to it pretty much every day. Um, and I do really like it. And I think this time around, the difference for me, like this versus Raiden, was Mark's rapping because it is an order of magnitude better than Jeno's rapping. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeno. Well, Mark's just in a level of his level of his own. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare Mark to anyone because he's the star rapper yeah. of SM. And then I also really like Jisung in this era. The war- yeah. I love Jisung now. Yeah, he's a sweet child. <laughs> I liked Jisung before. Their hair and the way their makeup was done for this comeback 
is amazing, isn't it? Doesn't it give you more like idol vibes? Yeah. Like glam, idol, I don't know. It's, I, it's like elevated young visuals. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Elevated young people. It is elevated people. young okay. people. They don't Sorry, look like kids anymore. They look like way more mature. And their lyrics reflect but, that as well. Yeah. Yeah, their lyrics definitely reflect that as well. Um, I could I think what I really... I think what I really liked about Hot Sauce was, I think over time we were seeing, like, a progression of them getting older, right? Like, with Raiden, it was a very mature um, mature sound, very mature look. I think here we're seeing a very mature look, too, but we're still seeing, um, it's still, like, a youthful vibe that they're portraying in Hot Sauce. Mm-hmm. And actually, in the entire in the entire album, it's still, like, very upbeat fun music and it's quality music but they still maintain their we're still the young folks of nct right which is what i liked so yeah anyways ashley you're gonna say something yeah um i don't remember what it was but i do have a comment about uh the teasers mm-hmm. so so let's just okay are you are we, let's just go ahead and go into discussion of the rest of the album perhaps your favorite song yeah. And then, yeah, go ahead, Ashley. So the teasers, um, like NCT Fashion, they released two-minute videos with some of their songs. And what was different this time is that with each video, there was like a, like an acting clip that carried <laughs> a storyline through. So it started off with like the cafe Mark closing the cafe, which we thought was all just a joke, but in reality, they turned it into, like, something, something mm. promo footage. And so Mark closes the cafe, hands Jisung a candle, and then throughout the rest <laughs> of the videos, Jisung is, like, actively protecting this candle, thinking about this candle. And so there are some theories that this group has discussed, and... They include a relationship. Oh, by group, you mean us? Yeah, by us. Or and me. They include <laughs> a relationship between, like a three, like a three love triangle between Mark, Ji Sung, and some girl. That's and my. Then, or, or, and my theory my is theory. that Ji Sung is into Mark, and Mark is into the girl. <laughs> oh. Oh my God! Spicy. Oh. It's weird that there's no resolution to that storyline. Like, what the fuck was that candle about? It's unrequited love. Their promotion, (laughs) and since they promoted that, and there's been nothing. Mm, Yeah. Isn't that weird? Oh my god! So you know how people say like when they're talking about someone who will still love someone for a long time, even though they don't have that person, they'll say like he still carries a flame for you. What if that's like? The metaphor, like literally, he's carrying a flame for Mark. <laughs> that was the only thing I carried away from all the teasers. Was that Ji Sung is into Mark? I don't think Ji Sung's into Mark. I think Ji Sung is into the same person as Mark. There's no I way. Hope that's what I thought at first. Mark, but I'm okay. into the second. Mark, I'm into the second. Mark storyline. literally gives him this candle, and Ji Sung is like protecting it and treasuring it as if his life depended on it. Yes, that's true. Well, and then, but in the second trailer, <laughs> in the rainbow trailer, 
Mark is like, what's the big effing deal? And blows out the candle, and Jisung's like crying like a little boy. I know, it's because... So what is that supposed to be? It's mean? because, it's like, it's a one-way thing, <laughs> where like, Jisung <laughs> really values this thing from Mark, but Mark is not reciprocating, you know? It's Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. I just want there to be some well, resolution to this. Maybe we'll find out soon. Okay, well, Ashley, your favorite song of the album was Dive Into You, right? Actually, no, it's it? changed. So I Did do, it change? I do okay. like Dive Into You and their couch concept, but I also like um, A&L all night long. Ooh, guess whose favorite song? See, I mean, I wish I didn't watch the Access Hollywood clip, but um, <laughs> guess who? Guess whose favorite song was A&L in the group? Jenna. No, it was Mark's favorite song. Oh. Really? Spicy. I would have thought Mark's yes. favorite song would be the um, the vocal the vocal group because he just oh. in the in the interview that I watched and I don't even remember what the fuck I watched but he said oh it was dream dream versus dream with um, mm. with Jeno he said that mm-hmm. before he goes to sleep he plays my everything from the Resonance album oh I love that yeah so I thought it was gonna be a vocal oh. song he's just a simp so. At- A&L, how would you describe A&L, Ashley? It's like, um, it's it's upbeat, but it's not like a dance track. It's more like a mellow, upbeat song, which is a vibe. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, like- I'm not a music theologist. I don't know how to describe these <laughs> Just listen to it. Okay, I loved A&L yeah. too. Um, all right, Casey, what was your favorite track on the album? Um, my favorites were... Rainbow and my youth top two, and then dive into you is third. I have no opinion on the rest presently. What was the second one again? But my youth, oh, yeah, that one. When when my youth came on, Nathan, I was like, "Ah, Nathan's youth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, okay, so now that you bring it up, so they released as like a they released so much promotion, like they're filming Mm -hmm. all the time, they release content all the time, excuse me, time. Um. They went on this cabin house vacation where they're just chaotic for like seven episodes. They went to just camp out with each other, go on vacation together. And it like reminded me of when I would, I used to like go with my friends like in high school or like beginning of college, like a college retreat, right? Where like have to cook breakfast, sleep late, kind of make fun of each other. They even play beer pong. Yeah. like this just reminds me of like what i used to do when i was younger so i loved that um dream is your youth yes they 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 performed a a semi-live version of my youth on h on radio Mm. oh cute on the last episode of h on radio so anyways all right gabe what's your what was your highlights of the album i really liked um my youth Dive into you and hot sauce. Those are my top three. I don't really care for the rap heavy songs. Like diggity was like a little too much for me. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I like. And then I forget. There's one that's like near the end of the album. Maybe it's irreplaceable, or is that what it's called? Oh, it's more like um, what is that? That genre? one's like gospel. Yeah. <laughs> It, yeah, it was like a little that bit too. Hei-chan's favorite. It was a little bit too yeah. like slow for my taste. So oh, that's like that's the vocal unit yeah, line then. The- oh, but yeah, 
anyways, so what you're like, yeah, the vocal line did be there for you. I liked it because I like ballads, but it was mm-hmm. Heichan, Renjin, and Chenla only, mm-hmm. which was, I thought that was cool. Um, I really liked Irreplaceable, but I think that's because I found out that that was Heichan's favorite song first before I listened to it. <laughs> so, yeah, it kind of. Oops. Came in there with a bias. Yeah, so I really liked that song, and then I really liked Dive Into You as well. Yeah. And Rainbow. Rainbow's really good. Rainbow's Have so you noticed good. I envision... that with Dive yeah, Into You, every time they do the performance, they pick a color, and the color of the couch changes as well. Oh, I didn't notice. It's very cute. And they also, like, cool. I love how they ad-lib the, their, like, actions in the back when they're not doing the main choreo. <laughs> it changes a little bit every time. I really like Dive Into You. I can't wait to see that live um, if they come one day. I also envision Rainbow as their encore song for a future concert that they have. Cute. Like a goodbye, thank you for attending kind of thing, which I love. Anyways, I thought this whole album was so good. It's exactly what I... Mm-hmm. It's the reception that I wanted them to have, but it's also so easy to listen to because all the songs are pretty much really good. Yeah. Bops. First album. Yeah. That's how you do a first studio album. At, Waited for a long at time. At YG. <laughs> uh, okay, I didn't say that. I don't have the spicy takes here. Oh my god, I was thinking about that the other this morning too, because I think, didn't Blackpink and dream debut at the same time like 2016 maybe around the same time 2016 and i was on spotify nct has an entire playlist of like every single song that they have and there's maybe like there's like 70 songs on it oh wow and i was thinking about like the other artists that debuted during that time i.e blackpink and they only have like a handful of songs like maybe 15 Including their solos. Well, you got to take that up with YG. You might want to also tell them not to take care, not to debut that girl group, because I feel like that's going to be no good sign for Blackpink, because they already haven't really been in the game this year. There's, I know. So, Blackpink is is big, though. I mean, they're all doing true. their own things right yeah. now. Yeah. But they need more music. Well, but... I think they've seen, they've realized that they cannot do music and still be successful. So there's like, it's like, Which, they well, need, what's the point? It's like they need, they don't need to like do that much music. So, yeah. Yeah. They're successful on their own accord. I don't know without, how I feel about that. They're a musical group well, that's not doing music. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and transition to our last segment. Which, Casey, you're up. I'm going to give you this time. I'm going to give you the mic. (laughs) And you just go for it. Okay, so there are obviously... so There's like so much going on in K-pop right now, which is insane because just a few months ago we were complaining that it was so Mm -hmm. dead. Um, I feel like I'm getting hit by a truck. But, okay, so there's three main things I want to cover today. (laughs) Regarding Taemin, he had his con- his Never Gonna Dance Again uh, oh, concert, that's right. yeah. which was amazing. Nathan, I sent you that, so Yeah, I haven't, I haven't been able Did to watch it Did you buy it? Yet, but I will. 
Yeah, I bought it and I watched the restream because it came on at a reasonable time nice. for me, aka 9 p.m. instead of 1 a.m. Nice. <laughs> um, and then obviously his comeback and his military enlistment. So I'm going to start with I, – I won't, I won't like – you know, wax poetic about any of these really because there's so much to say and I don't really want us to like drag on about it. But um, his, the concert was amazing. He He's just such a great I, – I, I don't know why, but I always forget that he is an amazing like live performer. And I think if I ever saw him live on his solo – uh concerts or something i think i would just pass out i don't think i'd be able to <laughs> yeah go. do you guys remember how fucking quiet i was <laughs> I, do because I was so anxious i remember chris and clowning so- on you about that <laughs> yes and i like redid my makeup like three times because it wasn't perfect i don't it was crazy i remember um, saying to you during the super m concert i was like casey you ready to go home she's like yeah take me home i was like let's go let's go home <laughs> Yeah, before we even got to the concert, I was just like, I don't want to go. And Nathan was like, okay, we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And he also performed advice at that concert, I believe. So that was a really nice – I was a little – this was obviously before, and I hadn't – I had purposely not been trying to, like, consume any of the concert material just because I was like, I'm going to watch the restream, which was airing, like, a week after the actual concert did go live. Um, and I, I didn't want to ruin it for myself, even though I did see a couple things here and there, and also because people were sending me clips. Um, it was so good. Um, there was no English subs, though, so I have no idea what he said at any parts. So I kind of just made up my own narrative. Well, you did <laughs> see the narrative that he was making about... What, oh, did he talk about how you're you're allowed... You can only solo stand if you're a Oh, my stand? God. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. So there was, a there was like, a portion where he was, like, making... He was, like, telling his fans, like, you can only love me. Like, you can only... You can only be my fan or something. I'm your idol. Oh my gosh. I don't know it verbatim, but it was this very you know like what's toxic, funny? codependent, yeah. like, <laughs> and I was eating it. I'm loving, I love that energy <laughs> as, a, as a solo stan who has been shamed for solo standing. I appreciated that he demanded that of me because I could definitely do that. I could do that. I'll hold. I'll hold it down. Hasn't he done that Free before? Man. Free my man, Taman. Doesn't he like beg for love on Bubble too? <laughs> Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, his bubble is going to be deactivated at the end of this month and I'm just like oh my god cuz he's obviously he's enlisting. He announced it in this like really emotional video. Um oh, He's crying. He's going to the he cried? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's he, he is okay. Taman. He's going into the military band, so it's not like he's going to be like <laughs> run around with a gun, yeah. you know, but not like Minho. But, oh no. <laughs> well, you you have your Minho types, and then you have your, like, Key and Taemin types, yeah. and then you have your Onyu types who are, like, kind of in the middle. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that he's going into the military band, because that means that they're going to make him do replay at some point, oh. and he's going to have to. And he's going to need a little uniform. They're going to make him do Ring Ding okay. Dong. Yeah. They're going to make him do, make him do <laughs> oh, a yes. Roland cover. Oh, well, oh there there are those out there. I'm starting to change my stance on this, but I will miss him a lot. I don't think, I think like the fact that he's going won't be real for me until he's like buzz cut. Yeah. Like what? So Ashley sent the group chat this picture of who was it, Becky? No, I think it was Gabe who sent it. 
Yeah. Okay, it was Gabe. Gabe sent a picture of Beckyan with his like. It was jarring. Head, and then someone else, yeah. someone else in the chat was like, "Look at his! I hate his yeah, square ass hate. head." And I was like, "I, <laughs> I was like, am I prepared to know the shape of Tegan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe if I that's am. why his ad- advice comeback has l- super long hair because he's just gonna- he has these it's like, like I gotta savor this moment. Yeah. Oh my god! Can I just okay? So moving on to his advice comeback. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm like dying right now. <laughs> Um. <coughs> okay. Um, okay there. Wow. Okay? No, no, I was choking on my love for Taman, <laughs> but dude, this comeback. Whew. So it's his third mini album, and it is an intense yeah. departure from Never Gonna Dance Again. It is all the way to like the depths of hell. He saw Lil Nas X Montero. Oh yes. Wait, I haven't seen the music he's video, giving, so it's like he's for like, advice. It's like dem- dude, watch the live performance too. He is giving you androgyny. Yeah. He is giving you femme. He says he's giving you ponytail. He's giving tattoos. He's giving body paint and shirtlessness. Yeah, little belly. <laughs> he's wearing he's giving like s- a like a supreme. Underwear. Under he's wearing. A, he's wearing a Supreme sports bra with a underwear really band a showing a- in a crop top. That's what top people were saying. Sweater. It was a sports bra. I was kind oh. of yeah. well, it looks well. I mean, look, think about how a sports bra looks. It has like the band under with like the right. logo. So that's the impression I got from that Supreme set, which I think I should try to find it because it actually made me like the aesthetics. I was like, that's cute crop sweater with the little peekaboo. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love a good exposed belly tame and body roll, and he delivered. <laughs> he delivered. His hair is so long. I just, I, I don't know what to do about that. I don't know what to think. He, do I like it? There's so much discussion of Ch- of of Taman. Uh, sorry, I don't know what I, what I was trying to say there. Um, there's so much discussion of Taman always breaking like gender norms, but I yeah. haven't seen this much discussion of it since the new I mean, advice album came out yeah the, he is going all the way in and i i just love it like his live stage i think on mnet he had his hair like kind of in a, i think it's like in a half pony and Ooh. then um he had like a black like turtleneck sleeveless with like a bunch of like necklaces and there's like holes in the thing and it just he he if when the camera pans out, he looks very feminine mm-hmm. and especially among like when he has his male backup dancers. And I just love the fluidity of his look. And I love how much he embraces the fact that he does look softer and present and the way he he's presenting himself this comeback is truly embracing something that like people in the industry have given him so much crap for his entire 13 years. Oh, he looks like a girl, like, you know, and and they make they make so much fun of him. And it exhibits his growth as a person that mm. he's like just digging embracing in it and making yeah, he's digging in and he's like showing it to the world and he's finding so much success yeah. with it. Like so many people love the look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's no one like him. There really isn't anyone I like, like him. I like his the whole look, but the hair. I just can't get over it. It just reminds me of like What's that comeback that was like really emo where he had really long emo hair and Key had um like a half shaved head? 
I don't know. Hatsu yeah, it was, dead. like, Taemin had, like, long, long, like, emo hair. And it was, like... We'll have to it was, like, it was a shiny had... comeback. Oh. Well, he's had different variations of long hair, but I don't know the shaved, half-shaved part. That w- it was the same comeback that Key had, like, a half-shaved head. And it was, like... It might have been Ring Ding Dong. I think it was oh, Ring Ding Dong. I thought you said, Lucifer, I thought you said that Taemin's no. hair was half-shaved and half-long. I was like, what kind of hair? <laughs> no, Taemin had really long hair, and Key had the half-shaved head. Yeah. I just, okay. I don't know. Oh, one more. I don't know. I don't know... Like I, I feel like as much as you dislike the long hair, I really love it. I, it's giving me like Japanese vibe. Yeah. Whenever guys have it like really that does. long hair mm-hmm. and they do the half up pony, mm-hmm. I love it. So weak for it, especially because <laughs> he's getting a buzz cut soon. I'm just like, however long you want to wear your hair. That's probably what color, he was thinking just... though, because he won't have it like that for a couple of years at least. Oh my god, I'm scared I'm going to have... I'm scared to not like him if he has a buzz cut. And I think that's, like, something I have to, like, reconcile with in my heart. The heart that he's leaving a massive hole in, <laughs> as well as the K-pop industry. He's leaving such a massive hole. I don't know. I This is going to be my first, like, ultimate, like, idol leaving for the military moment. <laughs> and I suddenly am just, oh, like, overcome by how regretful i am that i clowned you ashley when uh, dio left and i was like you're so lame oh because we had now like I'm, a 45 minute rant about why he suddenly <laughs> fucking well i have that same comment too about about Taman because i remember in the beginning of the year we were speculating like what the shiny now that shiny has all been reunited <coughs> excuse me what their what their year was gonna look like and so we talked about like after they all come back there's going to be a, a renaissance but it seems like that renaissance for at least for shiny has been cut short because he's he's like enlisting well, there's so only quickly. so much i mean there's, I would, there's only so much he could do i was expecting he's, like he's two, getting to that age two though. comebacks though at least or maybe three he did have two comebacks no but that's i wish he at least doesn't count that's all the same comeback because it was a yeah, repackage oh. that's like yeah I really wish that he had at least waited until after his birthday because <laughs> it would have been really cute to like be on V Live yeah. and it would be his last birthday with us before he goes to the military type of thing. It, it seems. I don't know. I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of get it in and get sudden. out. I'm a fan of get in get out. It, wh- well, if, then I wish he would have done it when the other members had gone. Yeah. Well, if it's looming, I'm a fan of finish it and come back because it's already it's been looming over his head for a while. Oh my god, he's gonna be like thirty when he comes back. No, he's and I will be too. I oh my god! Wait, we will be so different when we reunite. English age. I mean, uh, American age, right? Korean age. Korean age. He's twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. I was ex- turning twenty nine. I was Korean expecting age. him to push mm-hmm. it like Baekhyun and Chaniel, just until he's twenty nine, like extend it to the latest possible time, and then enlist. Well, they're not even, like, revealing, like, locations or times or anything because they want to keep it private. So I feel like we're just going to have to – oh. Well, Anyway, we'll continue to do these check-ins to make sure that you're getting your – you're getting an outlet for – It's going to be a dark 18 months, you guys. I don't know. It'll go quick. I mean, COVID was 18 months. It was felt like yesterday. Mm. That's true. That is disgusting, and I wish oh, that you'd never said that. <laughs> I mean, it went quick. COVID. I, mean, I, I don't. Feel... I don't know if it went that quick. 
Okay. It well. was the slowest quick pandemic. It was the slowest quick. See, slowest <laughs> quick. Right, slowest quick. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, thank you all to the listeners for tuning in to this special episode. Um, if you uh, haven't done so already, please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Idle Talk Pod. And we'll talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.